Hey, it's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey and Washington, D.C. And, well, this is news that you can use from Car Edge for Tuesday, November 14th with your host, me, Ray. Hey, don't forget to get that out-the-door price. And Z, uh, the Z-man himself, Zach. What's going on there, Mr. Patagonia? Mr. Paget, wow, you this is quite the morning. All right, Pops, here's the deal. Car dealers are overflowing with inventory, and we today have video proof. This is coming from social media. I posted this over on the TikTok sphere and also on uh, Instagram. We're going to start things off here. Let me pull this up on this. How much inventory? Look at this oh. video. Let's just look, look at this video. Yeah. Cars, 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 cars. Do you see what I say? I see cars. Yeah. Cars, cars. It's almost like it's a parody video because there's more cars and more cars. And then truly like yeah. more it's, it, and then more cars and then cars and then and then just cars. Just, just in case you weren't sure what they're selling there. Yeah. 30 seconds driving by. I don't know what drive. I don't know what speed the driver was going at when he filmed that video. But 30 seconds of just rows of vehicles, Dad. And we're going to be talking about it. The latest data from Cox Automotive. New car prices have come down, folks. These dealers are feeling the pain of having way too many vehicles on their lot. And the market flip has truly happened. It's happening right before our eyes. That video is a perfect example of it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. You can. We we have seen the inventories building back up now for months and months and months. They're at the highest level that they've been in probably three years. There are tremendous motivating factors for dealers to want to get rid of that inventory. It's called their floor plan costs, um, and well, the manufacturers are going to be forced to increase their incentives to sell those vehicles so yes with dealers overflowing with inventory there should be i don't know a deal or two to be had out there uh starting now and definitely through the end of the year leon wants to know where was it that was in scranton pennsylvania so let's do the thing that we love to do most on this channel let me pull it up and let's do it all together we're going to pull up the website okay let me put it on the screen there it is Buying a car just got a whole lot easier. And that was in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And that was a CDJR dealership. So let's do 2023. Let's do Jeep. And let's do, let's do a, let's go for it. Let's really just do a Grand Wagoneer. Let's see what the hell is going on in Grand Wagoneer land. Let me share this tab instead. And now we need to be in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Do you know Scranton, Pennsylvania zip code off the top of your head? Why would I? <laughs> 18503 is going to take us to Scranton, Pennsylvania. So let me update that here. So can now I we're share, looking at. Can, can I yeah. share a, a bit of? Uh, um, I, I don't know what it is, but did you know that your uncle Kenny and our current president were both born on the exact same day, and it'll be they'll both be 81 come Monday, uh, and and. You know, I wonder, I wonder if, if, you know, the, the babies were switched at birth or something, but they couldn't have been because Kenny was born in Philly and President Biden was born in, well, Scranton. Okay. So, oh, there you go. That was the Scranton connection. I was waiting for us. Like, where is this coming from? <laughs> All right. So connection. here we go. Yeah. Here we go, dad. So we're yeah. looking at Grand Wagoneer, which there were many Grand Wagoneers in that 30 second clip of someone driving by. And look at the prices on these guys. Scranton Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, 104, 105 days on this dealer's lot. Let's just, yeah, 263 days supply. 
So it's well, like, you, you yeah. know what's encouraging to the dealer? That he knows he's going to be looking at it for another 158 days. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> this is what overflowing with inventory looks like in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I mean, we literally have the video. I've got another video clip I'll pull up later in the show of F-150s outside of Chicago. Just rows and rows and rows of them. And then again, you look at the macro data, so I can pull that up on the screen as well. We are finally starting to see some downward pressure. The headline here from Cox Automotive, average new vehicle prices down 1.4% year over year in October as healthy inventories help buyers. No wonder. Wow, that's I, I love the fact that they're they're framing it as healthy inventories when the dealers who are sitting on that would tell you they are unhealthy inventories um, because it, it's it's hurting them in their back pocket. You know, if you're like me and you wear your wallet on the left side, the left cheek is killing you at the moment. If you're a dealer. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. All right, Dad, today we also got updated data on the used car market and what's happening over there. Edmonds came out with their quarterly report, their update for what's going on in the used car market. And the headline there reads, used car market undergoing transition from volatility to stability, according to Edmonds Q3 used vehicle report. The storyline here is that we should see less price fluctuations in the used car market. Now, interestingly, you and I had this discussion before we hopped on. I think it's worth having here as well. As dealership lots overflow with new vehicle inventory, that should actually drive down used car prices as well. At least that's your prevailing thought. Um, well, it's, it's my prevailing thought because the reason that used car prices were as high as they have been was because there was a new car shortage and so, therefore, rather than have to pay extra market adjustments in this and that, dealers were able to get all the money in the world for their pre-owned inventory. Well, there is such downward pressure on that new inventory that's sitting there that manufacturers are going to be forced to increase their incentive spend to move those vehicles. Dealers are motivated by the fact that their floor plan costs, the cost to have that inventory sit there keeps going up month after month after month. So they're motivated to get rid of a car because, well, they want to stop paying for it. Greater incentives, greater motivation to sell it, the, the strong likelihood that the transaction prices are going to be going down significantly. Now, when I say significantly, I'm not talking 15 20%. But they've gone down 1.4% last month. I wouldn't be surprised if they go down 2, 3, 4, maybe even 5% in December. And then that puts the pressure on the dealers to have to lower the asking prices or at least the negotiability of their used car inventory. You haven't seen this data yet. I know you haven't, so I'm going to put you on the spot. BlackBook just came out with their latest weekly update for the wholesale price change on yes. uh, for used cars, wholesale used car price change. Yes. What do you think? It was a decline. What do you think the week-over-week week decline, I'll put up on the screen next, what do you think the week-over-week week decline in wholesale prices were at the used car auctions? And I will simply share, as a precursor, this fits your narrative. The data definitely fits your narrative. I, I am going to say it's 1.22%. All right, let's get some guesses in the chat. How much or how little do you think wholesale used car prices change? Do you think that as new car prices become more negotiable, we will see downward pressure on used car prices? We know 
that the first sign of price change for used cars happens at the wholesale auctions and then it trickles into retail prices. You said yes. one point two two percent. Yes. H Sun says one point two percent. Nicholas says two percent. Chad saying a quarter of a point. Eric saying two points. <laughs> Troy Story says never bet against Ray. One point six, three point two, one point five. Really, Susanna saying three. Really, really interesting guesses here. You ready? Yeah, yes, yes, share. 1.55%. The largest, especially for wow. trucks, the largest trucks are down 1.73%. The oh largest one week decline we've seen this year, Dad. Wow. That's, you know, and, and people are going to go, oh, yeah, 1.55%. That's nothing. But that's for a week. <laughs> okay. That's insanity <laughs> for a week. Yes. yes. A week. So, so if that were to continue at the same rate, well, that would be uh, four. That would be uh, six point what one percent in a month. That's a huge number. Okay, that's an absolutely huge number for depreciation. So this, thank you for sharing that. I think this lends some credence to what I was suggesting. Um, now, knowing all of my predictions in the past have always been wrong hey i hope you don't mind when prices go up 10 percent. <laughs> yeah. i will say huge impact on trade-in values likely as a result of this please 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 use our free trade-in guide caredge.com slash trade-in and that'll come up and also obviously the sell network if you're going to sell a vehicle this is more important than ever before let's do it based on we haven't done this in a while let's look at every category of vehicle again the theme of today's show is we literally have video proof, which I will simply say, if you have the interest and desire, please take photos and videos of you going past dealership lots, whether there's yeah. lots of cars or not a lot, either on, on Twitter, you can email it on our community forum, send us that content pretty, pretty please. It's a great way to see what's going on out there. The theory, the thesis here from Car Edge, here from my dad is as more new car inventory sits and prices are forced to come down, used car prices will go down as well. In this past week at the wholesale used car auctions, full-size cars down 1.82%. Subcompact cars down 1.51%. The big movers, Dad? Make sure you're sitting down for this one, folks. Full-size vans were down 3.64% wow. in one week. Wow. I mean, that's, that's a huge adjustment in what dealers were willing to pay for these vehicles. And... It indicates to me that these poor dealers, if they have some used full-size vans on their lot that, well, at this point now, they have grossly overpaid for them, um, yeah, they're going to have to mark those down. They, they very well just might cost average uh, the new stuff that they bring in and, and so that they can uh, lower, lower their costs in all their vehicles across the board. Um, but that's that's... That is incredibly significant to have that type of drop in the value of that type of vehicle in one week. Let me ask you a real question. Who yes. in their right mind looks at this data as often as we do? I mean that genuinely, and I'm not in a kind of sending way to you or me. Like who look, I mean, us, maybe like people that work in financial institutes. Like there's not a lot of people that read this every single week or have been reading it for, for three years. Like how many do you think? A couple dozen of us maybe? 
Um, well, and definitely Alex at Blackbook. <laughs> <laughs> yes, their chief data scientist certainly reads it. The reason I bring that up, Dad, is because I don't know, and I'll look back at some of that. I don't know if we've ever seen a 3.64% decline ever. And you and I have been I doing this for two I don't years. recall. I don't recall um, that significant of a drop in any segment in a week. <clears throat> I really don't. I mean, that that's that's massive. That is absolutely massive. I mean, if that continues every week for a month, that's 15% or, or 18%. Oh, no, Mr. Bill did the uh, calculation for you. The 1.55 decline would lead to an 80.6% annualized reduction. So if you annualize this one week, folks, we're going to see an 80%. That should have been the headline of today's show. Forgive <laughs> yeah. me, clickbait gods. I should have gone with used car prices crash 80%, and I would have worked backwards into how we got there. Yeah, uh, That well. would have really done it. Yeah. That I think Chad has a really good point here, which is that doesn't help people who are underwater on their trade-ins already. They will be furious with their trade number, yes. but it's the reality. Folks are yeah. going to be really, if they're trying to move, and this is the dichotomy or the challenge of trying to buy a car at the end of the year. Well, and, and the real issue is that, that people that were underwater to begin with that might want to get out of their car are going to be even more underwater and there is less likelihood now that they'll be able to trade out of their car. So that will actually uh, take people out of the market, you know, the people that are in the market that will actually won't be able to complete a transaction. Uh, so you have, you'll have fewer um, buyers that are actually capable of completing a, a desired transaction as these wholesale values in the pre-owned cars and the trade-ins continues to decline. Hard to get your, your bank to approve a loan when you're rolling in $7,000 in negative equity and they're trying their hardest to actually rein in loan-to-value ratios. We'll be turning our attention there in just a second. There's uh, we, we had another subprime lender come out and say that their delinquency rate is over 13.3%. Oh, and now we're starting to tighten our LTVs. Like there, it's just, it's just kind of comical that you read this. It's like, and and I think there's a, a comment here in the chat that that sums it up really nicely. J Max yeah. says, "Isn't this the same conversation in reverse from 18 months ago?" Think about it. What was what were wholesale vans doing? They were the most. They were the vehicle. We joked yeah. about it. We should have freaking done it. We would have made a bunch of money. Yes, we should have bought a van three years ago and sold it at the peak, which was like a year ago now. Because wholesale van prices were going up every single week for over a year. Yes. And now what are we seeing? The biggest, most substantive declines are on wholesale vans. What goes up kind of must come down. Um, uh, it's, I think, uh, the laws of physics. Uh, I do believe. This channel does not, does not pretty even pretend to know what the laws of physics are, but go for it. Well, honestly, I, I don't even know what physics is, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Yeah, you're spot um, on, Dad. You're absolutely <laughs> spot on. Let's look at let's look at Eric's question. Does that mean it's better to buy a used vehicle? You and I literally had this conversation just a couple minutes ago before we jumped on the show. I still think go new, but you're starting to think that used could be a really valuable option. I'm telling you that the the downward pressure on retail pricing for used vehicles is it it it, it it's it's like it got hit with a sledgehammer. Okay, um, new car inventory builds up. New car pricing is going to go down to, to move that inventory via incentives and motivated dealers. You, you have to have 
typically some type of spread between a new car and a used car. When there was a shortage of new vehicles, but a a plethora of buyers, those used vehicles were worth way more than what they normally would be. The situation is about to be reversed. There is a shortage of buyers and and a huge amount of inventory, especially on the new car side, and starting to develop even on the used car side again. Well, there's only one adjustment that moves that inventory. That's lowering the damn prices, okay? It, so that's what's going to happen. Now, is it going to happen next week? No, but I'm, it could start. It should be starting. But by, by the end of the year, for sure, you're going to see some dramatic shifting either in the asking prices or in your ability to be able to negotiate the asking price at the dealership. I mean, we're, I want to be very clear. We're seeing it already. We're starting to build out the Car Edge dealer network where essentially we pre-negotiate or renegotiate on your behalf. We like facilitate with the dealership because yes. they, they realize they just need help. Talked about on the show the other day, invoice at invoice uh, Mazdas. Like we, we have them. The used cars, Dad. I'm, I literally am going to send this stream to our new dealer partners and say, watch this stream. And yeah. when I come to you and I say, hey, all your used cars are overpriced, don't, don't point your finger at me. Look at the data. Look at the freaking data because it's so clear what you're describing. There has to be, you know what has to happen? Either prices have to go down or interest rates have to tank. And interest rates ain't tanking anytime. So it's the prices have to come down. And that's exactly, we are literally watching it happen day after day, a market shift. And it's really fascinating to be at this level, the micro level, and truly watch it happen every single day. But we are in, the, we're in it right now. It's almost we're like a watching, hurricane, man. We're watching it real time. I mean, literally, we're watching it real time. You can look at those numbers. You can look at the inventory buildup at the dealers. Um, 2.4 million new vehicles on the ground or in transit this month to dealerships. Okay. The largest number in three years. Um, used car inventory, 2.3 million. Most of it overpriced. Most of it the dealers paid too much for, especially with what we've been seeing, the pressure on the wholesale values the last several weeks. And this past week is the perfect example of what happens as new car inventory builds and used car inventory sits. They start looking at buying replacement vehicles, and they ain't buying them at the same price they were buying them for before. Um, yeah. the prices have to come down and they're yeah. starting to, it just, it just, it took us forever to get, took us. Yes. My took us, it took us forever to, to get to this point, uh, you know, but, it, but I think we're finally starting to get there. Now, does that mean we're going to see a 40% price adjustment on the used cars? No, I don't think we'll see that, but. Could we see 10, 15, 20%? Well, if if the wholesale values keep declining as rapidly as what we've seen in the past couple of weeks, perhaps. Look at this, Ted. Look at this. The actual sale rate at the auction was up significantly as well to 55%. I mean, we are not big. only seeing lower prices, we're also seeing more vehicles being sold. But the, the sales rate is typically an indicator 
of vehicles not hitting their floor price, what the seller yeah. wants to sell for. That going up while prices are going down, are people saying, screw it, I got to cut my losses. And that, to be very Bad clear, go watch, our, go watch our floor plan video on the Car Edge channel. These are the market dynamics. These are the levers that these operators have to pull to determine if they're going to be in business a year from now. And as consumers, we can, we can absolutely leverage, leverage that. Let's come here, Dad. Capital Defender. Thank, Thank you for the you, contribution. Can you recommend a lender that is more likely to approve an auto loan to someone with a high credit score but might lack proof of income? Do you have any insight here, Dad? Wow. Um, well, I, I guess part of the key to that question would be, well, do you have a, a history of paid auto loans or is your high credit score um, because you've carried low credit limit credit cards for a long time and you've never really extended uh, much of your your credit availability so uh, yeah i agree with chad local credit unions uh, they look at the person more than they they look at other things uh, but a lot of it's going to depend on what your credit history is uh, especially if you have difficulty improving um, income so my suggestion would be is to is, is to declare uh, an income amount that you can prove um, or at least bring bank statements showing how much is going into and out of your checking and savings accounts. Yeah, that, that resonates on my end. Credit union, I think, is definitely, yes. definitely the, uh, the way to go in this situation. All right, Dad, I want to keep going through the chat here. I also want to save time for our favorite segment of the show. And I want to remind everyone that I actually think now's a great time if you're in the market and thinking about making a move between now and the end of the year, something we don't talk a lot about, and, we, and it's really shame on me, we have the Car Edge report, folks. Yes. Go use the Car Edge report. It's a, an incredible resource to understand market conditions for a specific vehicle that you're thinking about purchasing. So, for example, here, I, you know, I've got all sorts of Car Edge reports that I've run in the past. If I go and find a vehicle on the car search, I really don't want to be doing that Grand Wagoneer. Great. Um, <laughs> so, I'm thinking about, oh man, let's see. Yeah, this Nissan Titan. Holy cow. Oh, okay, seller price below our fair price algorithm. So, maybe that's an indication that there's some opportunity here. I'm going to click on run report for this car. That'll take me over into the new tab. It'll have the VIN here. I can run the Car Edge report. Do, 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 do. Wait for it here, Pops. Do, 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 do. So again, our fair price algorithm actually thinks that their advertised price is lower, so it's better. So this is immediately the first red flag in my head is let's <laughs> make sure that there aren't add-ons galore. Then I can scroll down. I can see, wow. So it's advertised for less than what other vehicles are advertised for. More importantly, it is selling for significantly less than what other vehicles have sold for, although the mileage is a little bit different. There's all sorts of market insights on this page. And I strongly, strongly, strongly encourage anyone who's thinking about buying a car between now and the end of the year to use this Car Edge report to their advantage during that negotiation process it's all sorts of good insights and information which become more relevant in a market where you can negotiate again so yes it's really and, important for people I to think understand we're getting that. back to that market where you once again can really negotiate fortunately fortunately yes. all right let's switch gears and do our favorite segment of the show really you gotta be kidding me all right, Dad, so I was doing some research in advance of today's broadcast, and I found this used Honda Odyssey SE. Actually, I should give some credit here. This comes from Justice, one okay. of the members of the Car Edge team that helps folks every day 
negotiate and navigate their car deals. And here you go, Dad. Looks like an interesting car. We've got a 2016 Honda Odyssey, 90,000 miles on it. Our algorithm thinks there's $1,000 of price that can come down. This is the really, you got to be kidding me, Dad. You go to the Carfax. You go to the... Yeah, how many accidents has it been in? Not no no no. The accidents yeah. is part of it. It's yeah. been in. It's been in multiple accidents. It's certified pre-owned <laughs> with ninety thousand miles and accidents galore, baby. Look at this. Look at oh. this. Let's go through it. Let's go through it. All right, we got good. We're doing good through the first thirty thousand miles. Doing good through the first forty thousand miles. Keep going. Oh crap! Accident report: minor to moderate damage. Damage to rear. Damage to left front. Airbags did not deploy, so that's good. That was yeah. back in June of twenty twenty. Okay, so now smooth sailing, smooth sailing. Oh, crap. Now we've got another accident in March of 2022. Only minor damage this time. Dad, you oh. look at the vehicle history report for this thing. How the hell yeah. is it being sold as a certified pre-owned vehicle? Uh, because they have lowered the standards of certifying a pre-owned Honda. You think that that, that might have something to do with it? Um, yeah, no, that's, uh, you know, I, I worked, I worked with a salesperson back in 1977, Frank, Frank Quinn was his name. And Frank used to say to customers, you know, you're allowed two repossessions. How many have you had? And you know, the customer would go, well, great. I've only had one. And then Frank would say, Hey, thanks for stopping in. So apparently now in the certified program, you're allowed up to three accidents. Okay. Uh, how many have you had? So they, they qualify. It only has two. Come on, man. I mean, think about it. It's terrible, only two man. accidents. It's terrible. Terrible. 90,000 miles, and it's a 2016. There used to be three. The mileage is on. great. The mileage for, for an eight year old car is great. Think you shouldn't be that. CPO in eight-year-old cars with 90,000 miles on them. Like, it used to be CPOs were relatively new vehicles that you knew the maintenance history. Like, now it's – you can CPO – yeah, it's like it's like when they used to do the lending. It's like if you had a pulse, you could get approved for the loan. Now it's like, does the car run? Okay, it's CPO'd. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's it, – we, we, we have to – we have to constantly look at our standards and adjust them according to whatever the market conditions are. Um, so it, 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 it's <laughs> the most corporate BS statement that's ever come out of your mouth. Staff, we uh, must constantly be evaluating our circumstances. Yeah, come on, man. Yes, yes. You know, I, 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 I just keep thinking of, of, of the movie Midnight Cowboy and the character that Dustin Hoffman played, Ratso Rizzo. And, and you know, Ratso wasn't the, wasn't the nicest guy in the world. But today, he's, he'd be a certified, lovable character yeah, you know, exactly. based, on this, based on the standards that we now have in place for what qualifies as a car that can be certified. Um, yeah, uh, listen. There, there are some good certified programs out there. Um, I don't know what you get for a certified Honda that's eight years old and has 90,000 miles on it. Maybe, maybe, you know, they give you some warranty up to 100,000 miles. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> 
Right. Yeah. Wow. And you've got Phil here saying this. Yeah. It's so misleading that they do this. It's just a short term limited powertrain warranty, not a true certified pre owned program. They market this wrong. Yeah. You also have that aspect. Again, this is why we've built Car Edge. I want to be very clear. And I actually want to give a shout out to Justin on our team. Read the free guides, the cheat sheets, all of the resources. When you think about buying a car and you want to not get screwed, gang, because Phil's calling it out right there. This is actually just really sh- crappy marketing. Yes. Go to CarEdge.com. We have such good information for free here. Justin doing an article. When will used car prices drop? Year-end sales could be key. You can totally... Everything that we've talked about on today's show, you can find that and so much more back on the Car Edge website. And everything is under this resources tab up here in the top right. Deal School, 100% free. The dealer reviews. We haven't even been talking about dealer reviews, Dad. And dealer reviews are taken off. People are leaving reviews left and right, which is awesome to see. There are so many great reviews being left, hundreds of them, which has been awesome to help inform decision-making. You know, If you want to go to Anderson Honda in Cockeysville, Maryland, just view their inventory. Now you know you're shopping at a dealership where, for example, this used Kia Nero. You can scroll on down here and we can see what Christopher had to say about that back at the beginning of November. So like, please, please, please use these resources. They're all here, all here to help. I would, I would use those. I do we've, on a daily basis. We've, we've got dad from Five Hitbox because that's what that says. Thank you for the contribution. Max Carrot Carmax will have increased repairs coming. Yeah, definitely. All the warranty companies, I think, are waiting yes. for more and more repairs to be coming in. We saw that. Um, we actually saw that with uh, with the service contract provider. We have they raised prices, guys. So first, I was surprised it took them so long. But our underwriter, again, at Car Edge, we sell service contracts, colloquially referred to as extended warranty. They raised prices on us. And I was surprised it took them as long as they did. There's older cars on the road, more expensive parts, more expensive labor. Like, I, it, yeah, this, this yeah. is what's going on. You know, it's it, 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 and all the cars out there are more expensive than they've been. So your insurance companies are raising prices for to insure your yeah, vehicle. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I keep trying to look at mine. I'm, I'm still back up to $116 a month um, on my car. And it's like, okay, I drive 4,000 miles a year, except when you're here. Um, I drive 4,000 miles a year. It's like, why am I paying $116 a month? Um, you know, I, I don't I don't get it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I have a question for you. Yeah, um, all there's- you're, you're about to get on a train to go to the big city. Um, I don't believe I, I, I haven't made any arrangements to have any guest hosts for the remainder of the week. Um, so like this very well, this very well might be our last show this week. Um, I was I, I was hoping that uh, you'd continue on with justice. But if you if you want to have a couple days off, enjoy them. Oh, no, I. No, I, I, I'd like to be able to complain that I work seven days a week. Uh, <laughs> you live to complain. Do you want me to line up some guests? I mean, Justice, I think, has very generously. Oh, I didn't. Okay, great. I had no idea. That would be yeah. that would be that would be perfection. Yeah. Yes. Justice and I will will continue to carry on the. Uh, the banter and nonsense that comes with the news that you can use from Car Edge. 
Exactly. Exactly. All right, Pops, let's call the show. Because, yeah, I got okay. to run home and pack before I catch my train because I am behind the eight ball here. Yes. For yes. those of you that are interested in how we can help, CarEdge.com, thank you to everyone for being here. This was quite fun. And honestly, I think we'll look back on it. November 14th, that Black Book data, I bury, I, I missed a golden opportunity. Used. I'm going to use it next week. <laughs> use car prices crash 80% when you oh annualize gosh. just this past week's data. <laughs> that will truly... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I can see the flames associated with that one. Yeah. Jim wants to know, has Kimberly disappeared from the earth? No, go check no. out her YouTube channel, Auto Finance Sense. Auto Finance Sense. Kimberly has it, not disappeared it, from the earth. She's helping folks on her own YouTube channel, so yes. please go check that out. Yes, and, and Sense is S-E-N-S-E, by the way. Yes. So, yes. And, and, and may I say, um, yesterday we had our biggest view day ever on the YouTube side of the podcast with over 4,500 views yesterday for our you, conversation you. with uh, Brandon. And someday you'll have to teach me how to, how to actually find out how that translates onto the podcast side of things so I can actually see wh what we're doing. Yeah, one of these days. And then yeah. for those of you that are curious, I'm going to a wedding this upcoming weekend in Phoenix, Arizona. And so Laura and I are going out a couple of days early and we are doing Sedona and the Grand Canyon. So I will be doing my best to actually not check my email and, you know, decompress a little. So that's the plan. We shall see how it goes. Um, well, I guess that means we're not doing a Saturday night live stream. So I, I will think be at a wedding. Yeah, so I think it'll go well. And yes, you'll be at a wedding of one of your childhood friends, um, yeah. which is really kind of neat and kind of special. Um, so uh, give Nate my best when you see him. On, on the There's screen. Laura. Hi, Laura. All right, I got to go. I got to go. I got to pack before we catch our train. Okay, I love you, Deb. I love you too. I don't know why you'd want to pack, but... <laughs> I, I was going to do it this morning, but then I went for my run, and then I was yeah, like, oh, I'll just do it later, and now it's yeah. later. and Yeah, now it's too late. Yeah, go and ahead. And now use card prices have crashed 80%. Okay, bye. <laughs>